Welcome to Real Estate Goal Crushers. Hey everyone, this is Lori Finkelstein Reader, your podcast show host. I am so excited to provide value through real estate tips, experiences, and market updates to all agents looking to reach new levels of success in their real estate career. My hope is that this podcast inspires you to move your business forward. I do now. Live button. Hey, everybody. It is Lori Finkelstein Reader. Thank you for joining us again for Table Talk Live. Um, this awesome half hour to an hour every week was born out of the fact that I have had to surround myself for years with the most amazing people in the industry to help me grow. And I want to help each and every one of you that are super committed to real estate. Today is super over the top exciting. You see this amazing guy in this box. I don't know if he's to the right or left of me, but um, this is the one and only my personal coach and the gentleman who actually coaches my staff. And this is John Sheplack. Um, I know most of you already know who John is, um, but what I want to tell you guys is that there's something John told us going back about three plus years. And that was, hey, you see this little thing right here, your little moneymaker? This is a million dollar object. And this kind of blew us away. This guy has literally been moving the real estate industry forward for 20 plus years. Has had the opportunity to coach the best of the best. And um, I personally, I'm going to just share a tiny little bit. Um, believe it or not, I met John Sheplack by following him on social media. I About three plus years ago, I was really looking to surround myself with people who were just outstanding and that really they were walking the walk and talking the talk. And I found John on social. And honestly, coach, that was the best stalking I've ever done. <laughs> And, um, you know, it was really intimidating for me to reach out to him because I thought, you know, wow, this guy's amazing. But I also knew that I owed it to my organization for me to go out and hunt the best badasses in real estate. So, um, John, just with true gratitude, number one, thanks for taking the time. I know you're coaching from sunup to sundown, some of the best in the industry around the clock. And you agreed to come on and try to help us move our industry forward. So welcome to Table Talk. It is so awesome to be here with you. And for the, well, there's a couple of reasons. I love and adore you, but also because it's uh, in the vein and in the theme of what you've always done and all of our peers that um, we get the pleasure of spending time with. It's a spirit of contribution. And and what I know is that uh, although we're in business and there can be it can be competitive and it's transactional and sales and all that, if we hold on to that foundational principle, which you have always held on to, um, we win. And that's why you're a winner. Oh, well, thank you. Um, you know, I'm no fool. Nobody succeeds alone. So. And I know I drive you crazy with questions and and you're always there for us. And I'm grateful. So I'd love to ask you a couple of questions. Um, you have always been there for our industry, but especially these last few months, I have seen you. I didn't think you could rise up any higher as a coach, as a, as a mentor, as someone who I could rely on. 
And um, just want to let you know, we're tracking to have the biggest month we've ever had in our organization. And I, I tell you, you picked my you picked my butt up off the floor. That first two weeks was tough, but um, it does matter who's in your life. I got goosebumps when I think about it. Um, so how much has really changed and how much are you seeing is actually still the same? Like we, we think we're seeing changes. So how much has changed, but how much is really staying the same? Sure. Uh, I, I think that the the ultimate change, I mean, you look at the use of technology. Um, it, it, it was always here. People just weren't leveraging it at the level that they are now. Um, but uh, when, when you look at the, the circumstances have changed, but it still involves human beings. And 32 years in the real estate business uh, now, you know, as an agent and then as an executive, things are really the same because it's we're, we're not in a transactional business. We're in a human experience business. We're in the moment creation business. And if at any point in time in the interaction, whether it's um, buying, selling, someone comes in through the lead portals, what have you, if at any point in time the experience doesn't feel good, we're going to lose that person regardless of what they want because they have options and we are in an emotionally charged experience. Moving is ranked up there with uh, a death in a family and a divorce yeah. as, as a level of stress. So nothing really, as I look at it, is has changed. Um, I think what's had to change is the people that, that moved so into the salesy language and the, the outdated um, objection handlers without going to the foundational principles of seek first to understand no, you know, an OG saleswoman like you and leader knows that um, before sell, there's no like trust. That's right. And then, and it's a result of that. So, so what I have seen change is the organizations, whether it's leadership or yeah. whether it's agents that got out of touch with the foundational human principles in any relationship. Um, they went back to that because we can all go chase the the sexy. Here's the new thing to say, and it pulled us so far away. So, so really, I think it's pulled us back to the foundational principles that have always worked. That's my opinion. I love it. The human attraction business. You guys, if you're watching, if you've been doing this real estate for an hour or 25 years, we are in the human attraction business. And you know, again, like with this whole situation we're all living through COVID. Um, it was really hard for people who are these hardcore salespeople to realize you just had to pick up the phone still today and see how people are doing. How are you? You know, people are going to remember that forever. They don't want to be sold. No. See, I'm listening when you're coaching. They don't. Back <laughs> um, to, you know, this is interesting. And, and I get the privilege of riding alongside people like yourself and, and, and your peers who have. I mean, you guys are expert marketers, smarter than me, expert lead converters and and and, and nurturers. And, and now the interesting thing is if you look at our real estate industry, and I hope that people pull this away, is when you when you think about the word nurture in our industry, really, let's all be fair, people, it feels like ambush. And I'm not dumb. I know from the brilliance of your conversion and all your peers that I understand cadence. I understand the importance of frequency. 
Ambush isn't how often you reach out to someone. It's the same with spam. People think that spam is based on how often you email. No, it's your message. And so nurture, what I'd share with everyone to pull away, and it's exactly what, what Lori was, was pointing out. Leave with this definition of nurture, care for, encourage, support. And I'd ask human beings a question. If you care for, encourage, and supported every person you interacted with, you might sell a lot of real estate. And the second one, these two, is empathy. Over, it's spoken about all the time. But how often is it truly utilized and, and leave people with this? Um, we, we've been taught back in the basics of sales, be relatable. Well, the number one way to be relatable is not some new salesy script or dialogue. It's actually co-experiencing what someone's feeling. If you encourage, care for, and support someone, and you co-experience what they're feeling, and you walk alongside them and talk with them versus how they feel we talk at them, Things are going to work out pretty good. Oh, I could not agree more. And that's been, you know, that's a word that's just part of our culture is empathy. But um, really diving deeper into being empathetic, you know, and um, just having, so, so for us, our culture is, you know, take care of the human being, the transaction will follow. And, um, I love, like, I, I attribute literally all of our success at this point in time to this incredible organization, you know, the agents all the way from Matt Weiner to Saria, to, I, I could go on to Camilla, to Josie, you know, it, it's a group effort. And I want to tell you, if you ask me to identify, to, to just define them with the one word, I'm going to say they're empathetic. And when you say empathy, that's what I think of. And that's what we deliver. And I, I, I thank you for that. Um, what, what, what scares you the most? What are you worried about most moving forward for leaders and for real estate agents? If you could, could try to narrow that down for us, because I think a lot of us are thinking about that. Mm -hmm. um, well, I think that um, the, the single most important thing is reverting back to old form. Yeah. Reverting back to old form. And what I mean by old form is there was this process that took place and, and it was really easy. I mean, listen, none of this has been easy for anyone. If they say it has been, then, well, let's go to Disneyland, Pinocchio. <laughs> um, but I'd say it was easier for for um, some people, uh, for a leader like you that, that has always led from that space and understood two things. You know, leading from the heart doesn't mean being soft. Leading from the heart is is understanding that emotional intelligence and emotional maturity is where business growth takes place. Um, what scares me the most for agents, what scares me the most for people that are leading, they were, uh, if they weren't there, they were forced into it. Um, and I even heard coaches who admitted that you, you'll probably never hear me say this again and nothing against them. I'm here as a product of all the great coaches that have come before me. They've paved the way. But I, as an observer, you won't hear me say this again. And so my concern is that that people took the, the shift that they had to make and in, in just reaching out to people and not having a call to action and say, I'm reaching out for you personally to see if there's anything we can do. And then the moment that, OK, it gets back to the new normal, going back to that old language, that concern concerns me the most because we were brought back to, you know, not to go too woo woo, but I think we were brought back to this experience um, and where we're at to take a look at how we are interacting as, as humans, but also to, you know, in our personal lives, but to take a look at how we interact as, as um, 
real estate the consumer and amongst our peers and and what we know and you've seen and you're you're an example of it and and your peers are too the ones that oh yeah you know i've led from the heart that doesn't mean i'm soft i live in principle but gosh that really makes sense because um the heart chooses the mind justifies yet maybe i was too logic based so i'm speaking to agents you know the concern and leaders going back to logical doesn't move people logical sells people but selling someone isn't good enough. Yeah, we want to close a transaction, but is that going to keep that relationship for the long term? And, and you look at the example, we were talking about this the other day, Lori, your top, top people, the repeat referral business, they get off one transaction in a short time frame is ridiculous. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. So what I would say is, is the ones that, 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 that reached out from a personal perspective, maybe forced to, because maybe it's not appropriate to, talk about it right now. It's a sensitive time. And, and I don't say that sarcastically. It's a, it's a sensitive situation for me. I have a family with a, a health issue. Right. But then but then getting comfortable and going back to the old ways, well, you know what? That's going, stay with me, everyone. See, great operators don't go wide. They go deep and end up wide naturally. Most people try and lead wide and they run a diluted business. High expense, low return, low um, uh, conversions. Yeah. I mean, what I hear you saying, it's like, it's kind of like this whole COVID crisis. It pulled back the curtain, oh. right? It, it just, you could see through all of us, including my own business, including personal relationships, you know, it just exposed everything. And, uh, you know, we've had a lot of conversations and I've got to speak with a lot of great agents all the way across the country. When it first hit, it was overwhelming for everybody, but then it became an opportunity to really let the curtain come down and take a hard, transparent look at ourselves, right? I really have dissected myself, um, every, everything, leadership, personally, health, you, you name it, I took a hard look. And um, I, my hope is for a lot of people who have made great changes through COVID, is that we carry those into the future, right? It's not just what we're doing today, but carrying all of that into the future. Um, so I'm gonna ask you to get out your crystal ball. I know you have one. I hope it's sparkly. <laughs> <laughs> um, gosh, would everybody love to look inside of John Sheflack's crystal ball? Where do you see brokerages and teams in the near and long-term future. Now, I want to preface this that you and I both know, like we're brand agnostic. 100%. We love everybody equal. I, I personally don't even know half of the companies people work for. Mm -hmm. um, but where do you see that? Mm. Well, it's it's been happening and, and either people um, have not paid attention um, or just kind of you know ignored the elephant in the room. Yeah. But um, the, the reality is this, is that it is going to be, the, the, the brokerage, um, you know, people say, oh, the brokerage model, the team model, this or that. Here's what I believe in. I believe in the leadership model. Period. And and, and, and and let me define that for you is I can show you a franchise that has an amazing system process and someone's crushing it. 
And I can show you that same franchise and I can go into another market that, you know, the numbers are parallel and that person is just nosediving. Well, what's the common denominator? It's the leader. So that's the simple from an overarching space. Now let me define that leader. That leader, uh, I, I believe, is is the one. And listen, I mean, people always, I mean, you know, this is funny. My brother does really good real estate and doesn't have a website. Did I just say that? <laughs> hey, I tried that for 10 years. <laughs> and, and he logs into his wife's face. I don't want Facebook. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And, you know, on our Sunday call, that's what we were talking about, Lori. <laughs> With the best in the world, right? Wow. I mean, on a one to ten, how important ten from a guy that's got fifty percent market share, right? How does, your, how does your brother get away with that? With you as the coach, I don't coach him. Ted's calling me my house. Oh, I love, it. I love it. Um, here's so that's number one, the leadership. So, so let me define that, okay? It is, and, and I'm not talking. Let, let me get down to it. You better understand SEO. You better stand, understand radio. You better understand social media. You better understand copywriting. You better understand video. You can't just be telling your people to do it. See, here's what happened. And 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 I work with great broker owners, and um, and 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 doesn't matter who I'm talking to. I'll always, unfortunately, call it like it is. Listen, the, the broker owners are struggling right now. They're dinosaurs. They're dinosaurs. What, what, what's your video initiative? It's like the person that says email sucks. No, your message sucks. It's the people that say that, well, I'm a disruptor. And you know what I think many disruptors are? They're avoiders because I'll ask the disruptor. I'll say, oh, awesome. What are you doing? They're working on the next thing and they haven't mastered what they have. They haven't mastered the basics. So it's like, here's what's going to happen. I don't care where you're at, what brand you're with, what model you're with, whether you're a team, whether you're a brokerage, because brokerage can make it really, really well too. I know those that are very, very, very successful, but the bottom line is this, the ones that are and the ones that aren't are the ones that are progressive. And what I mean by progressive is they don't just talk about neat things. They understand I've got to be looking at PR and I take action with PR. I've got to take action with video and I have an initiative and I study it. I've got to take action in my social media and being, being intentional, being intentional in the silos. I've got email is the highest return on investment. I'm not getting the return. What's the problem? It's my deliverability. It's my subject line. What's going on in the click throughs? What are my bounce rates? I mean, I'm talking about either knowing it or having the very best on your staff so that you are experts in those areas, because here's the challenge. The days of attribution of where business comes from, I'll argue it because I got it from Ryan Dice, a digital marketer and a 15 person mastermind. And if anyone follows them, he does a 10,000 person online marketing event. And he said two years ago, the days of attribution are history. You must have a traffic machine. That doesn't mean just throw your crap everywhere. That means just like we, Lori, when you're doing a post, the post just doesn't fly up. Nope. This, ladies and gentlemen, the post is crafted, the video is crafted, and then we play around back and forth with the copy because every choice people make is based on the words they hear and read. So it's going to be the, the combination of the scientist and the artist at the highest level. I think it's going to be this haves and, and those that work for them. Period. And we're seeing it time and again. It's the ones that are taking, you know, 
well, you know, do this for me or this isn't working. That isn't working. And you go check their social media. They haven't done a video in freaking six months. I mean, something that simple. They have no social media initiative. So it is going to be the ones that don't only talk about it, but they understand, you know, listen, I better understand SEO and I better be putting it in action. And if I'm the broker, I better be able to pass that along to my people or expose them to the people that are nailing an SEO. I better understand copywriting because every choice people make is based on the words they read and the words they hear. And if I don't understand it, I better have someone that understands copywriting and then is taking it down to my brokerage or taking it down to my individual agents. Because if you don't, your agents are going to pass you up and leave you. Isn't it incredible where real estate sales has gone? Think about what you just said. You know, you've got to be an outstanding copywriter. You've got to be a marketing machine. You've got to be everything to everyone. Um, before we got on here, I was just making my weekly video, which you taught me to do. And um, I was talking about how it used to be where people felt so compelled to figure it out on their own as a single agent. And if I can't make it, if I can't make it, I'll join a team. Thought to myself, some of the most powerful people, musicians, athletes, doctors, whoever you are, no one succeeds without this powerful team around them. I mean, I'm not a powerful copywriter. I'm not a transaction man. I can't do all of these things, you know, and um, it's it's just really amazing to me how salespeople who genuinely love sales can now find the right team that that's a fit for them within a brokerage, independent, doesn't matter. I don't care who, who the who the brand is and they can do what they love and that's go and sell real estate. And I, I just so interesting of the whole evolution of where we've gone. Um, so if you were a team leader, a broker owner or an agent today, what strategy would you be obsessed with? What would be that one thing that you would just drive it home? You'd be obsessed and you'd be the best there was. I'd be the best at video and being the best at video. And I know it sounds so simple, but what's interesting is I did my first video 10 years ago and I, I house all my videos in um, uh, on a video hosting platform and I'm a, over 4,000 videos I've created over time. Best to me means consistent. Ain't that the truth. <laughs> best to me is because I'm not that, uh, you know, a lot of things are above my pay grade and my competency. But one thing I know is being consistent. It's, but here, here's what I'd say is doing video and paying close attention to what your audience responds to period. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and keeping these two foundational pieces in your video that you do, educate and inform constantly. Educate and inform and lose your calls to action 75 to 80% of the time. So it's it's using the most powerful medium. And I've shared this graph and, and, and Laura, you're familiar with it too. And actually what's interesting is I, I still use it because many people haven't seen it and don't realize it because if, if they really internalized it, it would be, um, they would use it. Um, Nielsen Rating Company, who decides that a Super Bowl ad is millions of dollars, studied video on social media. And the uh, impact on purchase intent is increased 44% when someone consumes three seconds of your video. So, so it, would be, it would be that. Now, now, watch this. If you're a leader, 
Um, and, you know, and, and agents are leaders, too. If you're a team leader, if you're a broker owner, manager, or even if you're an agent, because here, here's the one thing I want you guys to get to is there's there's video and then there's people. Let me define people. Every one of us, I recruit people to work with me. Lori recruits great agents to work with her. Lori's agents recruit buyers and sellers to work with her or with them. We're all in the enrollment business. All of us. Move away from the transaction and move to people that do transactions or that will do the transaction with you as a buyer or a seller. And if you create the best experience, as we talk about through nurture and empathy, then train them to send you more business. See, most people don't know. See, the consumer doesn't know it's their job to send you business. <laughs> That's true. Unless we train them. Right. So I always ask the agents, you know, how are you training them on a daily basis to send you business? So, so uh, it's, it's a video from an educational and informational space. And then number two is understanding that you are constantly in the enrollment business. And then finally, I love what you said. You can do nothing. You can do it alone or you can do it with other people. And what I know is the most elite human beings on the planet and elite is people that just do it a little bit better every single day. They do it with others and they get their ego out of the way and, and, and ask the questions that others they're afraid to ask. Yeah. Um, as it relates to video, I'm so glad we're talking about that because that's been a game changer um, just in the last two years in our business. But what I and I watch really closely, especially people um, that are not just locally, but all the way across the country, the people who are really hitting it out of the park and they've got this predictable, sustainable business. There's, they're only doing one thing different than the people who are not. And that's what you said. Consistency. Right. So it's every single week, the same thing. Shoot the video. It takes two minutes. It takes five minutes. Write out the copy. It doesn't have to be perfect, guys, because John always says my crappy video will beat your no video any day of the week. So, um, you know, when when we are talking about how to help agents stay consistent and move their business forward, what would be the just most critical skill set? Mm -hmm. We know we've got to do video. We know we have to be empathetic. You gave us so much today. Mm -hmm. What skill set when we get off of this live should people practice? every day mm -hmm. uh well it's it's to learn and you know we've been in scripts and dialogues and language patterns and and, and maybe it's our objection handlers and maybe i'm just using a, a different term for it i don't know or maybe maybe i'm using and i'm not trying to say that i'm more sophisticated maybe i'm maybe it is a more sophisticated level i, I think it is because if you really get into it um you come to understand copywriting you need to like move yourself to an expertise level as if you were writing for the front page of the New York Times, Washington Post, LA Times. You need to be that good. You need to be that good with every Facebook post that you write. You need to have a hook. You need to have a headline. You need to get people's attention. We are we are fighting for attention more and more every single day. People are overwhelmed. And so it is copywriting. It's because and here's what let me define what copywriting is though. Copywriting is what you say in a video. Copywriting is what you write on a Facebook post. Copywriting is your subject line and then your subhead getting rid of the greeting, which is wasted space, which gets your emails not opened because you've got a heading, which is the subject line. 
And then you've got the subhead, which is the first sentence of your email, which is copywriting. And then understanding everything you write, you've got to get people to read downhill and not create a condition where then they first look at or listen to something. And the unconscious brain says, this is heavy. I'm going to abandon copywriting, copywriting, copywriting is everything period. Go look at and watch this. And here's the homework assignment I would give to you is in places where, well, we can all go to grocery stores. I want you to go to a grocery store. I want you to buy three of the crap magazines, the National Enquirer, the, all the gossip magazines. And I want you to study the headlines. Oh yeah. You mean those aren't true? What's that? Those aren't true. All those headlines? No, they're not. <laughs> um, the, the people that write those are some of the highest paid people on the planet. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, I'm not saying that go, go so extreme, but here's what I want. Two things I want you to take away. See, because your text message is copywriting. Go back and read your last 30 days of copywriting. They're crap probably, you guys. No one responds. People don't like my No, it's crap. So here's a little tip. And I say it with love. Is is um, Look at your emails. Email open rates suck. Well, no, your message sucks. Okay. Curiosity and urgency. Hey, just saying hi. Oh, hi. You know, you've got to create curiosity and urgency. You want more. Oh, social media is just social media. Sure, it is just social media because you're not interesting, right? You're not. You're not hooking me. Okay, I know social media. We heard from Nick on Sunday. Um, yeah, it's ten. It rocks. So, um, copywriting. And then keeping in mind, and there's so many principles in that. You want people to read downhill. You want to to use proper spacing. Um, you need to write at a second and speak at a second, third grade level. That's, that's, your that's, a, biggie. that's a biggie. People, people don't know that. No. I no. love that you're sharing that. Go to, mm -hmm. a, a little bit more on that. Sure. Agura Financial is one of the largest, and stay with me, ladies and gentlemen, one of the largest financial services um, companies in the world, right? So uh, an online marketing or a bigger online marketing company, um, but they do a ton of business online marketing. Let's just do the obvious financial services, probably a sophisticated demographic. Okay. They write their emails in second and third grade level. Now this is going to be the shocker too. 70% of their emails have an emoji in the subject line because they want to get it read. So pause right now, or after you get off this call, I want you to open up your emails and they all mesh together. Oh, but wait a minute. The one with the emoji. Okay. Oh, that stands out. See, and then guess what? I want you to look at your emails too, ladies and gentlemen. I want you to look at the wasted space. You've got the subject line that came in that hooks you, but then you see a bunch of code. I'm not opening that. Careful on your HTML. Listen, people are choosing to open. Your email sucks because the way you send it sucks. But watch this. My email asks a question, an incomplete sentence in the subject line with an ellipsis. And then the first, the first line of my email Okay, written it second simple question is not a greeting, which wastes more space too. That doesn't get me. It's an ellipsis that shows a continuation and, and it has a subhead. Second, third grade level, and I'm gonna give them a tip. Okay. Amazing. Hemingwayapp.com. It's not an app. Go to HemingwayApp.com. It's a website. Thank me later. When you write copy, plug it in there. It will tell you the grade level you're writing at. It will tell you sentences that are too difficult to read. It will tell you sentences that are extremely difficult to read. And you can be an expert copy. And guess what you'll do? You'll lower your marketing spend dramatically because your content will get consumed. We are in the content consumption business. Wow. I love it. I love it. Um, 
I hope everybody's writing this down. It's such good information. They'll be able to go back and watch the recording later. Okay, so I have kind of like a funny but a serious last question. Oh. It's a serious but last question. So um, I um, am super lucky and super blessed and leading a very large organization, but I've got some, you know, outstanding talent within the organization. And every day I wake up and I say, you know, how can I become a better leader? Because that's what they deserve. And um, having you in our world has been a big game changer for us. And I know that I'm a lot. I am not an easy human being. I own it. Chris Deal with me it. All the time, Lori. Yes, I'm. I'm not easy. But is it really hard to coach someone like me? No. I can take the answer. I can take the answer. No. Let me let me answer for everyone. Um, because. Um, uh, Lori embodies something that's really critical that, that um, is the, the result of growth. And it, it tells you that someone sincerely wants to grow, not for money. Oh, yeah. but to grow. Um, and then it challenges you as a leader or someone, a partner. I look at a partner with people is curiosity. Yeah. Curiosity is what, if I look across the board, no, it's not, it's boring when you're dealing with someone that's not asked, check this question, question, question. All of you guys are so curious. And so, um, no, it is, it's, it's great. Oh, it is, it's great. I, we're so grateful to have you in our world. And, you know, I, I check myself constantly about, Hey, you know, this organization really deserves great leadership and um, having you, you, it's like you're riding along with us, you know, yeah. the team loves you. You're up in their head all the time of what you should be doing what they're not doing. But um, I just, if there anything else you want to leave us with, because sure. this mm -hmm. is amazing. Yeah. Um, I want to leave you with this and, and we've been taught it. And I think that, and I think we're really close to it. And, and again, uh, I'm an intense dude to call it like it is, but, um, you know, um, having a big heart doesn't mean you have to be soft. Right. Um, actually, um, you know, heart, if you look at, you know, the, the, the quotes we've heard, you know, the person that did something so gritty, they had heart. Um, but here's what I want to tell you. And it's been proven. And, you know, as I reflect back in, in my life, but now as I get to ride along with the most elite performers in the world, literally uh, people in charge of big organizations is the, the two things to focus on and be obsessed with is, well, first of all, self-leadership and the things that you need to lead yourself in is emotional intelligence and emotional maturity. I can tell you the one thing that moves the needle is each time that someone I know personally and I will to the day I go into the ground um, is, is that I will constantly be moving to another level of emotional intelligence and emotional maturity. Your capacity is not as much in your systems and your processes, your capacity, because you've got, those are important. Your capacity is in how well you can elevate your emotional maturity and emotional intelligence, because you know, what people don't get to really know and see, I get to because I get to look behind the curtain and, and, and see, as you mentioned in the beginning, is you look at yourself, uh, great leader, great marketer. You look at Chris, you know, marketer, Justin, SEO, Jeannie, Gary and Deborah, all these guys with all these qualities. 
but there's something underneath everyone. And you've been in the rooms with all of them together. And you've been when, when you come to, to, to events and, and it's, it's their, their emotional maturity and emotional intelligence period, period. I know people that are a lot smarter than me, but their emotional intelligence and emotional maturity isn't there. It's the number one thing to focus on because we all make emotional decisions. If I get better at that in my emotional maturity and emotional intelligence, I'm going to have more influence. I didn't say manipulate. I'm going to have more influence and impact more people. Was a leader, your number one job is to influence people. We'll work on that, the emotional maturity, emotional intelligence. I'm going to write that down like 25 times as if the teacher said, I will not talk. I will not talk. But I'm going to write that down 25 times. Um, John, you taught me so much today. Um, and you hit me in the head today when you said um, you don't just because you have a big heart doesn't mean you're soft. Right. You know, and I, I and I thank you for I needed to hear that. And um, I know that you've impacted so many people. And what I love about you the most is that your willingness to give back to our industry and you're a you're just a big force in this industry and i thank you from the bottom of my heart i know my whole team right now is back there cheering for shep black um you guys everybody watching um keep keep mind this gentleman is my personal coach and our team's coach and um you can find him all over social media is there a special place you would want people to find you if they were looking sure they can go if they want to to stalk you the way I did? Uh, yeah, they can go to Chip Black Live on Insta or chipblacklive.com is my website or good old John Chip Black on my personal Facebook page. That's it. Awesome. awesome. Well, Coach, uh, the LFR organization freaking loves you. Love you and guys I, too. You're amazing. All right. Take care, babe. See you tomorrow on our call. Yeah.